Hey, Phil, Phil, come here. Check this out. If you are justice, please do not lie. What is the price for your blind eye? The hell are you supposed to be? God, I just got wab. Oh, are those tacos? You better believe they are tacos. Let's get the taco. Who would have thought they'd have tacos here? You realize that's probably a camel ass taco. Call my wife, I wouldn't drink tonight. Give me one of those famous giant beers I heard so much about. What's it against your lips? So good. the episode already. What are we doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Tacos with Beer podcast. I'm Alfie, and sitting across from me is Phil. That's me. But only with one L. Yeah. I've been spelling it with two L's, and apparently I've been wrong this whole time, man. I don't know who told you to spell it with two L's, because I've never met anybody that spelled it with two L's. It's P-H-I-L. It just sounds right. No, it doesn't. Because if you're saying Phil, you're like Phil. And it's like you're saying my name too long. And I don't want you to hold my name in your mouth that long. So it's Phil. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought it was Phil. This whole time I've been writing Phil with a double L. Oh, well, you're stupid. I feel like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) So how's your week going, bro? Man, it was good, dude. Can you believe it's been a whole week? And we're back in here recording another one of these. Which, by the way... The first one got really. I know, bro. It's like it blew up pretty quickly, right? Yeah, like just depending, like just considering the fact that it was our first podcast, and I didn't really expect to have the amount of audience that we had listening to it, and it's just kind of, I don't know. It just made you. It just made me want to come in and just up my game even more. Right, like, dude, the support's been amazing, man. Which is why we had to come in here and fix our audio. Yeah. Get it crisp clear well i fixed it now so i don't have to be touching the board as much as often so there's yeah, not gonna be no cutting in cutting out but like we fixed it to me i think it sounds so much better and like oh yeah dude for sure man we sound great now and i appreciate everybody that hit us up on the text message and our dm saying like you know this is great i love it and you know we yes, got a lot of feedback. Yes, we did. And, man, I'm just very, very, Dude, very we got, thankful. Dude, we got a lot of feedback, and somebody actually reached out and found a real wizard. I know. That's crazy, crazy, right? right? <laughs> Someone's like, yeah, I know this real wizard. And I'm just like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, know, sometimes when you joke about something, you're like, oh, man. Well, I mean, in Switzerland, they're real. But I didn't think you could find one in Duncanville. No, yeah, no. I was just kind of like, um, what? <laughs> What what does she do? Love po- I, I think mean, she does. He po- or she, whoever it is. I, I think yeah. I think she They're, sells potions. Potions. Yeah. Wow, man. It could be just water, but I don't know. <laughs> Scented water. Scented water, exactly. But it's been blessed by a wizard. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know, would want so. I would want to drink wizard water. I I wouldn't. It's probably just piss water. <laughs> Never mind. It's like that water from Corpus Christi. Oh, damn. Shots fired. What's up, guys? Alfie here. Got any questions you want to ask us? Well, email us at tacoswithbeerpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll read them on air. You know what time it is. It's the Cape Crusader. The Cape, the Dark Knight himself. I'm pretty excited. Dude, I'm so excited. When I saw that trailer, I was just like, boom, blown away. Uh, So for me, okay, Batman has always been my favorite superhero. That was the superhero that I grew up with. Because, like, you had Spider-Man, you had all these other comics, but I feel like just Batman just kind of, it gives you... Struck a chord with you? Yeah, because it's like, you know, he's, think about it, he's a, he's a, he's just... He's just a regular guy. He has no superpowers. Yeah. I think that's the reason why most people relate to Batman is because, you know, he doesn't have any superpowers. So it kind of gives you this whole feeling of like how, yeah, it's superheroes, but somehow 
you could actually be a Batman yeah. if you were a billionaire. And- I mean, think about it. Okay, first of all, you couldn't give me, you couldn't let me be Batman because one, that means I have to be a billionaire, a billionaire, and that's rule number one. You do not want to give me. You don't want to give me money, okay? Right. Because this, if it wasn't for money, do you think that Batman wouldn't be Batman? Yeah. If he was just straight from the hood, do you think Batman would be Batman if he didn't have all that money? No, hell no. <laughs> no, absolutely not, man. Yeah, you're right. If you gave anybody money, they would definitely not become Batman. No, exactly. So I feel like... It takes a special kind of person to do that. It takes somebody who got both their parents killed in an alley <laughs> to be Batman. Yeah, that... Yeah, I think so. But, man, dude... uh I feel like if I got that, if I had money like that, I definitely wouldn't be going out at <laughs> night trying to fight people. You ain't slaying, right? Hell no, dude. I'd be slaying other things, but definitely not <laughs> criminals. <laughs> You'd be slaying that whap. Yeah, dude. I'd be on a freaking yacht somewhere <laughs> in the middle of the Bahamas. <laughs> okay, Jeffrey Espen. Whoa, chill, chill, <laughs> chill. Not like that. Uh, but yeah, um, so... The new movie is about to come out next year. Yes. Do you think we're going to see something different than the Dark Knight trilogy? Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, for sure. This movie, you know, uh, it just the feel it's it's just it's really different. man. It feels kind of like a 80s style feel. To well, that's it. what it that's what apparently that's what it's based based upon is like back in the 80s. Right. Did you see the yeah. Batmobile. Oh my god, dude! That barracuda looking thing. Oof, man! As soon as you just, I saw you it, you can't even see it, but you can see the outline of it, and yeah. you're just like, oh yeah, yeah. that's that way. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's why you could see that this is this is definitely not going to be a year one Batman, but a year two. So it's he still doesn't have uh, Fox. So it's this is something that he retrofitted himself, which is also like the suit and everything. It looks like he just retrofitted everything himself. Like even the Batman logo on his chest, it looks like it's uh, it looks like a gun that was broken down into the logo itself. So that might actually be kind of like a, a battering or something. You know what's crazy is I remember when when they when they casted Robert Pattinson to be the Batman. Oh it's kind of like everybody kind of like comic book nerds are like, how the hell are you going to cast a vampire? <laughs> You know, from, from Twilight, from Twilight to play the Cape Crusader. Now, people had was kind of like, man, like half and half of when they cast Ben Affleck to be the Batman. Some people say he was really good. Some people say he's terrible. But when they did Christopher Nolan, like, I mean, I'm sorry, um, Christian Bale, when he when he was the Batman, like he like just portrayed it like. Well, you know, Chris, uh, Christian Bale's a hell of a fucking actor, man. Yeah, so of course. as soon as he got casted as Batman, I think most people were like, yes. You know, like that dude just throws himself in a role and you're like, oh, yeah. Well, like, back you're to, definitely going to get something good out of it. When you're, well, okay, back to Robert Pattinson. Like, I think a lot of um, people are just kind of like turned away just because, like I say, he did Twilight. But then you got to think about how Heath, they did Heath Ledger when they cast him as Joker. Because a lot of people wasn't really sold on the fact that Heath Ledger was about to be the Joker, you know, because think about who else played the Joker in the past. You know, you had Jack Nicholson who played the Joker as a gangster. And like, you're like, who's going to top it now? And Heath Ledger, all we, what we knew him before that was what? 10 things I hate about you, (laughs) you know, broke back mountain, you know, he's being like, Oh, how are we going to have this favorite movie? I bet. <laughs> I bet. Kidding. I know. I see it. Uh, you have like a DVD. Cut. You have like two DVDs in your in your drawer. I don't know why it's in your drawer. I got the director's cut. Yeah. You have the X-rated director's cut of it. <laughs> yeah, with um uh, uh Jake Gyllenhaal. Man. Yeah. So, like I said, when they casted Heath Ledger for Joker, like they got a big backlash on it because they're like, "How are you going to cast him?" Not knowing that you know Heath Ledger when he became the Joker. He actually went into uh he went into like a he said he rented out a uh hotel in London and he stayed in there for a month. Right. And he locked himself in there. Just to create this just character. to create this character. He yeah. kept a diary. He kept a diary and he wrote all these notes and he kept he called it the Joker diary. And he wrote he actually he said that he um he watched like very like 
crazy films and stuff that like that kind of were like like nasty. Not gonna say nasty, but kind of like like uh, I don't gonna say the word. Um, it's like I'm it was not, just very bizarre, right? Like just it was. Um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you something that I feel like a lot of people maybe didn't notice about that Joker was, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson played the character, the original, uh, not the original, but, you know, he played the second Joker essentially, you know, as the gangster, right? Yeah. But if you go back to The Shining with Jack Nicholson, when he's at the scene at the, where he's at that, where they have that scene where he's at the bar and he's, you know, going out of his mind and yeah. he's thinking that he's talking to the bartender. Yeah. That is literally the Joker that Heath Ledger, uh, Heath Ledger made. Like if you watch that scene, that whole, I, I think it runs for about like five or six minutes. Mm -hmm. That is literally the Joker that Heath Ledger made. It's like the psychotic. That's what he wanted. Yes, to portray. it was like it's literally that same. You, it's that same actor because you're like, wow, man, that's crazy. Well, he also when he went to go and when he was filming um, the Dark Knight, uh, and he was the when he was on set, he kept that diary with him. So when he was acting and then they cut and then, you know, you go and talk to your friends, he had to quickly get back into character. So he kept that diary and kept reading it so he can get back into character. But there a lot of people say that's the reason why he started getting depressed and started really, really going crazy in it. But other, his family's members said that, no, he's always been like on drugs or whatnot, but right. you know, Probably. they, I mean, he, he was on Ambien. Um, cause he couldn't sleep and then he was taking something else. I, I'm not, I don't remember exactly what he took, but he, it was a mixture of, uh, pills that actually killed Heath Ledger. But I think that's the way this is going to go for Robert Pattinson. You know what that I'm saying? That dude died for the role, man. Yeah, he basically did. Uh, he died three months after the production and six months right before it's about to, uh, get released. Yeah. So, well, I don't, I don't think Robert Pattinson's going to go down that road at all, but no, uh, he's definitely, He's he's a good actor. He's playing Batman. He's not doing like a really really dark dark character where he's like going crazy. Obviously, you know this uh, next chapter in Batman is going to be kind of dark. You can tell it's going to be really really dark. Yeah, but so I'm saying is, is I'm saying is like they're like giving Robert don't give Robert Pattinson the benefit of the doubt. Like you got to let this guy come in. And I think just from watching that trailer is like I think he's actually going to do a pretty good job. I think he's going to surprise a lot of us. Oh yeah. Would um, you pick him over Ben Affleck? Ooh, man, that's, I would say no. <laughs> well, because see, this is actually going to tie into, he's going to play like a, a young Batman mm -hmm. and, and Ben Affleck is actually coming back to reprise the role. So he's actually going to be playing uh Batman. So, you know, it's, <clears throat> there's still, he's still going to be involved. And, you know, like I said, this is going to be like a year two Batman. And at some point, Ben Affleck is going to play the, uh, later the later older batman which brings us to frank miller's comic book of the dark knight oh my god that was oh my that comic book i read that as a child man and i gotta tell you that was like that was honestly one of the one of the best comic books i've ever read in my life to this day i still love it i've read it so many times frank miller did change the whole course of batman back in what 1998 1988 no, uh, in 1986, that's when he re released it, yes. Because Bat remember Batman back then, like in the 60s and 70s, you know, in the earlier days of Batman, it was kind of like really cheesy and, you know, wham, bam, push, you know? It kind of gave it that little <laughs> yeah. rock. But I think Frank Miller did a really good job of, like, actually changing the whole course of Batman, giving him that dark feeling. Right, yeah, that's what he did, right? Because before that, Batman was really goofy, and it was a yeah. character that you didn't really take serious. It was basically a child's uh, superhero, where yeah. it was like, he was he was strong enough, he was fighting crime, and it was just goofy enough to sell comic books. You know, but f when uh, Frank Miller stepped in to DC Comics, and he did the, uh, the Dark Knight Returns, it was... Like, he gave it back all its seriousness. Like, he, he brought Batman, I mean, Batman back as a 50-year-old, which he gave no fucks. <laughs> Basically. And the yeah, the dude came in here pummeling dudes, you know, which is, you know, when I saw Batman versus Superman from Zack Snyder, which I know a lot of people hate it, you know, there's some scenes in there where you see Batman pummeling dudes, like, to the ground where he's, like, breaking skulls and doing it. And I was like, yes, that reminds me of Frank Miller's, uh, the dark knight returns which is really dark and you know he just didn't give a fuck man he was just going out there beating the shit out of everybody now frank miller started with marvel 
correct? They, yes. He started doing Daredevil. That was his role was Daredevil. But I didn't know this that actually Frank Miller, when he was doing also when he's when he started doing Batman and like around the '90s, he actually started screenwriting um, his first major uh, his major movie, which he actually wrote RoboCop two and RoboCop three. Wow, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, he wrote. That's that's what he. That was his first big major movie was RoboCop 2 and RoboCop 3. Okay, and so the, he wrote the script, right? Yeah, he it wrote was, the whole okay, script for RoboCop. True. And then he became and then he started doing Sin City and then he did uh The Rider and then he did um 300. So yeah. like Frank Miller's got like he's got some I know I know 300 cuz that was another comic that I was really into. Yeah. And I loved 300, man. So I, I think if it wasn't for Frank Miller actually bringing Batman back to life being more dark. I don't think thing I don't think Batman would be as iconic as he is now. Yeah, no, no. No, and you would have never gotten the Batman. No, you would never got that. Because I remember cuz when I grew up watching Batman, of course, you know, um I my first movie, my first superhero, I saw The Batman which was directed by Tim Burton, and Tim Burton, you know, his films are more dark you know so i guess right. when they finally decided to make the frank miller batman um come to life you know they went to somebody who was used to making dark movies so right he, you know yeah. you got who he made edward scissorhands uh nightmare before christmas he made um the corpse bride frank weenie dumbo beetlejuice you know that More was all iconically made, yeah very very dark but gritty uh you know that's how tim burton's and i think they cast you know they made it perfect fit for him to direct the first batman and the first batman was michael keaton right which was a freaking classic yeah i don't you think know, it was like it was such a blockbuster back in its time and it was like you know most people like superhero movies didn't really get any like any serious looks you no. know and because you know they're goofy yeah, I think a lot of people portray, you know, superheroes as, like, more of a kid thing. Right, yeah. You know, that's it's something, a goofy thing. Yeah, exactly. But I think Bat it made Batman made it more adult-like. It made it more yes. gritty. Kind of like, yeah, I can do that. You know? Yeah. That's what I, I felt like. You know, that's that's how Bat they portrayed Batman. And Michael Keaton did a good job because, like, I did a poll on Facebook, and everybody says nobody's going to top Michael Keaton. And then everybody gave Christian Bell his credit. But... I mean, me personally, I think I, my favorite Batman movie of all, all time was Batman Returns. And that was with the Penguin, with Danny DeVito, and uh, the Catwoman with Michelle Pfeiffer. Right. You know, and then uh, Christopher Walken, who played uh, the mayor at yes. the time. And that was the my favorite Batman. Which, which, Tim Burton did a really good job with the Batman and Batman Returns. Now, when he did Batman Forever, I think Warner Brothers saw how dark it was getting. And like you like, I think they were trying to navigate it towards children. Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was too dark, you know, and they wanted to promote the kid, uh, promote the movie to kids. And uh, you couldn't really do that with the original, too, because they were too dark. Yeah. You and, know, and also they wanted to, you know, get in get in with mcdonald's make toys you know for the happy for meals more merchandising yeah you know and you couldn't really do that if and at that time the, you couldn't do the that. way the studio was heading with this movie it was just you know you couldn't really market that to children and I think it, the, it was scary for yeah, them it was the like it was dark it was like whoa yeah, you know it was too much they had the contract for four years for four batman four movies yeah four right. movies and i think warner brothers started to step in with batman forever because batman forever and batman robin which was two different directors but kind of like gave it that more colorful feeling. I think that was just terrible. And they cast it differently on the whole Batman. Like with yeah. Val Kimmer and George Clooney. Like yeah. they're very good actors, but not for Batman. No, they were trash. Not not for Batman. The whole no, colorful scene. I mean, scene, I, I did not like those at all, man. I got I to gotta be honest with you. Um, I hated those movies. They were too... Uh, they're, too they're too childish. It went yeah. back to the... It went back to the the, fun, know, the weird the thing of is, Batman. you know, being a kid watching it, I was just like, man, what did they do? You know, it's yeah. like you took a really great Batman and then they kind of made it cartoon like. And I think that's the reason why Michael Keaton stepped away from the role was because he saw where they were heading. And, you know, he was like, yeah, it's not for me, man. I don't want to do this. I definitely don't want to get into this this style because you're bringing it back to this goofiness. And I know they're trying to they're trying to market the children, 
which is cool, but you know, he's like a serious actor and he was but like, I the, don't wanna And I think at the time of Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, you had the Batman animated series going on. Which that right. cartoon itself was so great. Oh my god, yeah. Like I, I would remember movie. coming home from school and watching that show. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, it, the storytelling was so great. And you know that the, the, the cartoon itself had eight different directors. So it it kept the cartoon fresh because it was not this it wasn't the same director doing it all the time. Yeah, you know, and it, you know what's really funny about that uh, Batman the animated series is it introduced Harley Quinn, which a lot of people don't know that she was never introduced in comics. She she was actually introduced in that show, but she was only supposed to show up just for one episode, and uh, you know she became so iconic, and the character was. She was born out of the animated series because after that, I mean, she didn't show up to like in one of the comics in 1993 because in 1992, when she originally, you know, uh, showed up in the animated series, nobody had ever seen her before. True. You know, and that's where she came up. That's where they came up with that super famous line. Hey, Mr. J. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, definitely. Harley Quinn became a most iconic one of the iconic villains, especially now, like back then. When you would watch the Batman animated series, she was more of a goofy. But uh, I don't know if you could call her a villain or, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of really hard to call her anything because she didn't originate with the comics. Well, no, I'm just saying the character itself. Like, I don't she's know if like, you could call her a, a a villain because she's just, I don't know. It's just like you know how you have like the Joker char- character saying like, I, "Do you think I have a plan? No, just you push me in one direction and I go." I feel like if he does that, Harley Quinn is just like. Well, I guess I'll go do that, too, then, you know, because she's in love with him. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, she's just, like, madly crazy in love. And she's psycho, but... Which is all girls are today. <laughs> that's a different conversation. Oh. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't think that she's really a villain. I don't think she's really bad. I think she just was dealt a lot of bad shit, so... But, I mean, the the villain itself... It was great because you had you didn't know exactly which way she was gonna go. She was either gonna be good or where she's gonna be bad. Because if people recall watching the cartoon series, there was times where she helped out Batman, and there was times where she went with the Joker. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's she's just like constantly in this. She don't know what like, she wants. Yeah, she's that's, like I said, sounds like a female. You ask <laughs> yeah, female what she wants to eat, and you know, ain't gonna, she don't know what uh, to tell well, you. We're gonna be here all day trying to figure She'll that one you, out. You're, uh, you know, a girl will give you a five year plan, but she can't tell you what she wants to eat in the next twenty minutes. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't understand that either. But back to um, the Batman animated series. I remember, like I said, I remember we weren't watching that, and one thing I know about Batman is throughout the cartoon they had he had the most iconic villains of all time i think he had more villains than any other superheroes out there that includes with marvel and dc because think about it if i if i were to ask you right now not even just on a, just quick on the spot superhero villain go from batman just, and i'm saying like oh bane just yeah so i'm saying it's a batman villain Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the his, Joker, his Batman villains, villain. they, they're very iconic. Right. And I don't think any other superhero out there has Even. that villain, you know? Yeah, that's true. And then especially now in modern times, man, the Joker's become so iconic now. And then, you know, the animated uh, series had its own personal Joker voice that was like one of the best. Who, yeah. I mean, you also had an iconic actor playing it. Yeah, you know who was our very own Luke Skywalker, right? Mike Hamill, with Mike Ham- Mark Hamill, yeah, Hamilton? Mark, Mark Hamill, Mark Hamilton. <laughs> I can't speak. I don't know what it is, but yeah, yeah man, dude, like I said, he voiced the Joker, which is oh man, it's so good. Now, if we go into the Batman and Robin, okay, let's go back to the directors. Uh, Joey Schumacher, you know, he casted, he did the last Batman and Robin, which I, me personally. I think Schumacher. Ca- Schumacher, sorry, sorry, Schumacher. He casted. He did. He was the last director of the Batman and that whole Warner Brothers saga. And I think, he, I, I don't know. I think that that was just more of a hurry up and get it over with. Like I think that movie was so rushed, and I think the casting was like not all that great. Because if you think of his the directors in the movies he did, which was The Lost Boys, A Time to Kill. 
you know, House of Cards. Like those right. are very, very good movies, especially A Time to Kill. I don't know if you ever seen A Time to Kill. No, that's I have with not. Um, Sandra. Uh, I've Sandra seen Lost Bullock. Boys. Uh, it was with Sandra Bullock, Samuel L. Jackson, Matthew McConaughey, and it all really. All right, all right. Yeah, and it really dealt with kind of like um, racism because I remember there was a where like these white people killed this little black girl, which was Samuel L. Jackson's daughter. Samuel mm-hmm. L. Jackson came back, killed them, and then he went to court for the killing of those guys, and then they wanted to uh, prosecute him and the murder of those of those white guys but the reason why he they he killed them was because they killed his daughter and they didn't want to prosecute the white guys for killing the little girl oh, okay so it was a, it's a really really good intense movie that he directed so for him to do that and then yeah. jump into batman and robin it was just kind of like i think that's more of a hair we need this done take well, care of it. yeah you know you're he was uh, being pressured by the studio for sure to make something that was not going to be good. And then you have what? Well, you know, like I said, they were marketing it towards uh, children. And and that was back in 97, 98? Yeah. And then you have what, like six years later? Then you have the beginning of Batman Begins. And then. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. That's a wrap. Oh, man. Christopher Nolan is definitely one of my favorite directors, man. Uh, he That trilogy he did with Batman was phenomenal. Is the best. I mean, that's where you get Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, you know, and that and we got you got Liam Nelson playing Raz Al Ghul. Raz Al Ghul. Yeah, yeah man, exactly. dude. I loved. I loved all three movies. They were really well made. Christopher Nolan knows what he was doing. He got a really, really good cast of people. And he, I think even him changing his whole voice. I'm the Batman. Or I guess that's how you do it. Like it's something like that. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like this thought that that. That made the Batman character more dark is when you just change your voice when you're his character. Yeah, 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 that's for sure. Once he puts on the cape, you're like, you got to change the voice. Dude. You can't just be talking like a normal person. Like, hey, I'm Batman. Come here, girl. Because, you know, Batman was a pimp back then. I mean, come on. You're a billionaire. You got Catwoman on you. Well, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. That if we had a billion dollars, we definitely wouldn't. I won't be slaying. Would you say I won't be, I won't be slaying no villains? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be slaying that whack. Yeah, man. So Christopher Nolan did the trilogy, which was really, really good. And then you get Suicide Squad, which has Harley Quinn yeah. and the Joker, which, it, man, I did not like it. I didn't like it. You didn't like it at all? I, <laughs> no, I was not into that movie, man. I think they just need to keep the DC universe so dark. Dark like the soul. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, it's just... I think they're just trying to get away with being too colorful. Yeah, you Stop know, because... I mean, yes, that's exactly what Marvel did, right? Marvel is really colorful. If no, you look but at it might, Marvel keeps it like a certain tone throughout the into all the throughout the all the Marvel universe. Yeah, movies. it's 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 really goofy. It's yeah. kind of childlike, but it's also really a. It's very good screenwriting. Yeah, it's still they're still really good because I love those movies. Yeah, you know. But I feel like DC they just don't know what they want to do with it. Do we want to go dark? Or do you want to go light? Do you want to go dark? Or do you want to go light? Yeah, you they can't, can't balance it you out. You can't balance. You gotta just keep it dark. Like the very first Superman movie, the, the the new one that they released when it came out, the first one, um, the what? one which one, uh, uh, the the Superman Returns. Oh yes, when they did Superman Returns, like they just it was kind of they gave it more of that dark feeling, like really gritty. Even though, of course, Superman's really the the com- the comics and the cartoons very colorful. I could personally could never get into the small uh, the Superman cartoons, but I could tell you I can get into the Smallville. Oh, I was yeah. a big fan of Smallville. Somebody save me. Man, that yeah, was my Smallville, shit. Smallville was good, I will man. fight you if I'll, you got involved with my show. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think I only watched like two or three seasons oh, of it, Oh, you're though. missing out, kid, because I got 10 seasons of DVDs in my in my house, and the 10th season is not even open. That's wow. how, like... Oh, that's how dedicated that's you how are to that series. That's how dedicated I was. Huh? You're like, I'm not going to open it. One day it's going to be worth money. One day, one. It's like a comic book to me. Yeah, now, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a really good show. Um, I watched about two or three seasons of it. It was really good. Lex Luthor. I like Luthor know. was played by a great character, Michael yes. Rosenberg. I think that's how you said. Forgive me if I'm misspelling their names. I'm not a good. <laughs> You're not very good with the pronunciation of, of weird last names. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Why can't you just be like Smith? Yeah, you Johnson. know that. 
Lex Luthor's character in Batman vs. Superman, I had a huge problem with that character because to me, it felt like it was kind of like the Joker. He was too chaotic. Yeah, he was the same guy that played in the um, the social, the social, the Facebook movie. Yeah, the social. I know somebody's out there is like, it's the Sasha this. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, no, but he did a good job playing that because he was, that, that character needed more, like, he was very, you know, out there, like, very techie. Well, yeah, that that actor himself is really good in those type of roles. Yeah. Because he also played in, what, Zombieland? Yeah, Zombieland. Mm-hmm. That Which was just fun. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. Didn't watch Zombieland 2, though. No, I, I, I haven't seen Zombieland 2. So I don't want to get into that. I don't know. I feel like if they, if something like that, I mean, the first one's good. The second one, because mm, I think you hold a higher standard to a movie. Yeah, man, I was really excited about it. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, mm, not going to watch this. Yeah, and I feel like <laughs> the Dark Knight, you know, was. Je- his name is Jesse Eisenberg. Jason or, Eisenberg. That's his name. Yeah, that 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 guy, he's, he's a really good actor. But I'm just saying, like, when he, how he portrayed uh, Lex Luthor, I didn't like that at all. No, I'm telling you, because it was just, like, too much, like, Jokerish. Like, it was just too chaotic, like, too crazy. And it was just, I don't know, you didn't come off as a Lex Luthor. And I think most people didn't really like Batman versus Superman. But I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I think because they were, I mean, think about it. You're coming off of watching the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, that set That's the true. bar. And you see this other superhero movie was the iconic Superman versus Batman. You're like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. But yeah. then, you know. It's kind of like they have a... You know, I think the reason why I was so, so amped for this movie, just because simply Batman was going to bring out the that suit that he wears to fight Superman. And I was like, okay, I want to yeah, see that how Yeah, that armor suit. Yeah, I want to see that. You know what? It's, they, they even they, they really said that Superman and Batman, that was based off the comic. And if you never read the comic, then you probably wouldn't get it. So I think they that one, they kind of aimed more towards the comic nerds. To really enjoy that movie rather than, than the actual motion picture of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for people... Well, like, that's the reason why I was excited. I was like, oh my god, I cannot wait to see what they do with this. So <laughs> yeah, dude. Can you imagine dying. coming in? Martha! 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 Why did you say that? It's my mother. <laughs> it's because they, that came, was, they that became was, best friends because they're both moms named Martha. Yeah, that was their, that was their common thread. You know what? Your mom's name is Martha. My name is Martha, too. Does that make us best friends? Yes. Did we just become best friends? Yes. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I feel like that's exactly yeah. what happened. They became best friends over their mother named Martha. Yeah. And, you know, I'm saying I know a lot of people hated that movie. I loved it just simply because I got to see him wear that suit. Okay. Rate like, the Gross. Justice League then. Oh my god! No, I, think, I don't even want to get into that. I think they try to make the Justice League too much like the Avengers. <laughs> like Batman try to go out and find all these suits, like, find the Flash. I'm gonna go find. And if you want to get really nerdy, the CGI was so bad in oh that movie. God. I when I want to go watch it, I was like, did this movie seriously come out this year, or when did they shoot this? Because it feels so whack. I, that whole it was like watching Star Wars one, two, and three. Just everything was CGI. I hate you right now. I love those movies. I mean, yeah, I like it. I'm just saying, like, you can't put something like Batman all CGI. You can't. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess if you compare it to that, because, you know, back in the early 2000s, that's what George Lucas was working with, and it it looked pretty good. I mean, it wasn't what the fans wanted. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, the CGI for that, man, it was terrible. Yeah, it was. And that's what killed it for me. And... The characters weren't even that great either. Like I mean, Flash. look at Beta, but look at Ben Affleck. He did the Daredevil, the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah? movie. So was how do you do so that? Rash. I mean, how do you go from working for Marvel and then work to DC and like, you know, you're Daredevil on and Marvel, but you're Batman in DC. Just like um, what's his name, um, Ryan Reynolds. He's the Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Lantern. <laughs> the Green Lantern. That movie was fucking terrible. And then yeah, dude, that in movie Marvel, was so bad. he's fucking iconic. He's the dead, Deadpool. Dude, Deadpool was amazing. Which is why if you watch Deadpool, you know, he goes back and he kills his role as the Green Lantern. This is great. <laughs> You'll think we later. Yeah, dude. That was amazing. Because he even plays, um, uh, God, what is it? Deadpool 
in uh in, in the Wolverine Origins. Yeah, in the Wolverine Origins and that movie was terrible as well. Yeah. I the last Wolverine was fucking great. Yeah. I think that to me, I think the last Wolverine was great. But when you go okay, so like, let's go back to the Batman. This this uh, with Robert Pattinson. You have the director Matt Reeves. And the people who don't oh, and people I'm about to drop the phone. Now people who don't who don't know who Matt Reeves is, he did Cloverfield, he did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War of the Planet of the Apes. So, I think you're gonna get a little bit more of back to the greediness, the 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 dark, you know, like a Tim Burton film with this new Batman. Oh yeah, for sure, man. I think I think they're gonna finally explore the uh, Court of Owls, which is you know like since. In the Batman universe, it's like the... I Explain guess it's to like, it, because you got a lot of people who don't really know. The Court of Owls is basically like the Freemasons. Like, they pretty much control the city since, like, the 1600s. They kind of keep the poor poor and the rich rich. They kind of keep that line there, you yeah. know? So, I think what they're going to explore in this one is that uh, Batman, you know, Bruce Wayne is going to find that the Wayne family isn't as clean as he thinks it is. You yeah. know, it's like he's going to have to... He's going to have to deal with the fact that, you know, you're you're too busy fighting the criminals at night that you're letting the criminals during the day go by, which is like politicians, you know, the cops and, you know, people that are supposed to be the good guys, you know, which is why you have, um, the Riddler saying no more lies. You know, if you stand for truth, don't say lies. Yeah. Which is, I think they're really going to get in. I feel like they're going to get into the court of owls and the court of owls them going down that path is going to be pretty freaking crazy. I just wish they brought more villains other than the normal Riddler pet. Because this one, they're going to have Riddler, Penguin, and Catwoman. Yes. Those are the villains that are going to be playing. Well, so story. far, that's what they showed you, right? And then I think he's only about 30% done with production, so <laughs> they're still not even I hope that, You know what? You know what's one villain I want to see is Man Bat. Mm. I want to see Man Bat. Man Bat or Clayface? I just love those villains so much. Why? You know, Man Bat, I don't know. I just, the fact that a professor, like a scientist becomes the bat, like an actual bat. Right. And, you know, in the animated series, you know, if people watched it, you know, that was one of the hardest Batmans ever fought. Right. Yeah. Which was Man Bat. And for people who don't know who Man Bat is, basically it's a scientist he develops a kind of like a, a serum or whatnot, and he takes it on accident, or he takes it because um, he, I guess, he has a disease or whatnot, and he becomes like an actual bat. And when he goes out and attacks the city, people are actually thinking he's Batman because it's an actual bat and he can fly. But right. when he goes up to Batman, he's like twenty times bigger than Batman, and I just think that would be so iconic just to see Man Bat come to life. You know, the problem with uh, characters like that is I just don't see them translating really well to uh, movie characters, right? Because, you know, like when you have characters like the Penguin, the Penguin is really well grounded in the fact that, you know, he can actually be a real person. Yeah. Which is something that I feel like Batman villains have been have always been, right? Kind of like the real people. Yeah. You know, and like they're just like plain jokes and tricks like the Penguin. You know, Penguin's going to actually be played a by mobster. Colin Farrell, which is also a good actor. Yeah, well. I know. When you see the trailer, I can't even tell that's him. No, like they did make like his makeup is like super ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I know. So I can't wait to see how. And then you have uh, Zoe Kravis, who is Lynn Kravis, is in um, that chick off of the Cosby Show. That's yeah, her daughter. She's, she's really, really, she's really Catwoman. pretty. She also played in. Uh, if people watch HBO, um, they played uh, Little uh, Big Little Lies. It's a, it's a show in. Um, on HBO, she plays like yeah. One I of never, the I never actually watched it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, she plays one of the girlfriends, and so I'm, I'm excited to see her bring a different um, Catwoman, cat, different Catwoman. Because yeah, a lot of people Catwoman. are like, dude, is she gonna wear the the purple? <laughs> Come on, put on the purple suit. Yeah, or put her suit somehow. Where who do you think was the best Catwoman? You have Michelle Pfeiffer, Anna Hathaway. Uh, God, what's her name? Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? No, 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 no. Um, or the 1966 version. Nope, nope, nope. Stop giving me names. Uh, tell tell me. Uh, Halle Berry. Swear to me. Oh, yeah. what? <laughs> did you just say Halle Berry? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, my God. You're, that, what? <laughs> Halle Berry. No, I definitely don't. I don't really believe that. Fuck me, right? Yeah, she's horrible. That movie. 
You know, I think I watched like 10 minutes and I was like, okay, I'm done. I think they ju- didn't they do like a whole series. On no, that? they just did one movie. They one movie. one movie, one and done. One, one was enough. One and done. That's it. Yeah. Just, it wasn't Halle Berry. I think like everybody, in Hardball. I think literally, I think everybody went to the movies, saw that and they were just like, you know? Yeah, dude. Cause it's like, you can't, that, that, that movie bombed hard. I think the better, if they would have had better screenwriting, once again, it was very colorful. Like, Stop with the colors of DC. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop with it. Really? I, don't, I, I, I think DC is very dark, and it needs to stay dark. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This this Batman's going to be... We're definitely going to get that. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, man. The Riddler looks sick. Just... Well, you know, because this whole character with the tape, and it's the... Well, it reminds you... It reminds me of the... the I don't know if people... Like, once again, I don't know if you're very... In, with Batman, but Batman came with a cartoon animated movie last year. It was called Batman Hush, and I think th- they dressed the Riddler the exact same way. He was very—he's all taped up. You just see his eyes, but when he takes off the all the tapes, he has a question mark. So it's like they name him Hush throughout the entire movie, but when they found out who it is, it's the Riddler. And I feel like that's kind of like where they're aiming towards it. So it may be like a bunch of pulls from. Like all the animated series and our animated movies and comics, right? So I think we're gonna have like a lot of. So the you know that's that's the reason why I bring up the uh, Court of Owls is because the card that the Riddler leaves for Batman that says to the Batman it has an owl on the front, right? Mm-hmm. And then when he opens up to it, there's a riddle in it. Yeah, and it says, uh, I believe it's like, what do dead liars uh, do? What? And then there's a riddle on the on the other side of the card. What that, does dead liars do? Uh, they already people on the internet already deciphered it. it. Says they keep on lying. They still tell lies. Really? Yes. So it's basically the whole thing. How, uh, how it's gonna go is, uh, you know, even though he killed the commissioner, no, not the commissioner, the mayor. Uh, he was um, dirty, and they're still gonna try to paint him as being such a great mayor. And sounds like a bunch of baby mamas and baby daddies fight. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, Phil here from Talkable Beer Podcast. If you have a business you want to advertise on the show, then email us at talkablebeerpodcast at gmail.com. Alright guys, now it's time for the what the fuck moment. This is a segment that we pretty much tell you that a crazy topic that's going out there right now that's actually real and this is not made up. And uh, Alfonso, tell these people what they got. You know, if you didn't think 2020 could get any better, it's definitely going to get better and not in a good way because there's an asteroid heading our way. And this music fits that. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's And you know what? What? It's going to make the election lit. You know why? Because the asteroid's supposed to come our way on November 2nd, which is the day before the election. Uh, you think and Donald Trump not... sent that out? <laughs> Look, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get the biggest asteroid you've ever seen to come to city. Dude, that I'm is, definitely, something, to that is definitely something I can see him doing. <laughs> Setting it up to where, hey, if I'm going out, I'm going out with a bank, No, boys. he's going to be like, you tell me what other president can take out this asteroid. I tell you what, that's me. And we're going to have a good team to do that. Do you think he's going to call Bruce Willis? Oh, he's definitely going to call Bruce Willis. Ben Affleck's going to take off the cape. He's going to put his drills, his his whole um, oil rig suit back on. He's definitely going to get, get up there. Michael Clark is going to come back from the dead. Owen Wilson's <laughs> going to come back. He's going to get out of his car's uniform. Yeah, dude. He's uh, he's going to get the whole team back together. How big is this asteroid? I mean, come on. like, Is it as big as what people are making it out to me? Because you know the media is trying to strike fear. And scare everybody. The meteor is about two meters across. And, I mean, that's about six and a I'm half done, feet. I'm done, so I don't know how. That's six, six and a half feet across. That's it? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. So the odds of this meteor actually hitting us is like at 0.41%. But if the meteor actually, you know, gets in through our atmosphere, it's small enough to where it's just going to, like, disintegrate. But you know, at least it'll bring. Why, a great why does why does the media decide? I'm gonna strike so much fear in these people 
And then you got people like, oh, all mankind is doomed. <laughs> you know, NASA dubbed this asteroid 2018VP1. What the fuck is that? <laughs> and it's not big enough to kill us all, but it's big enough to make a splash, you know? Is so it big it, enough like the don- to kill the dinosaurs? Oh, hell no. That thing was like miles across. Did this you, thing's six and a half feet across. It's going to disintegrate by the time it, it gets into our atmosphere, which most likely it probably isn't I bet even going to hit us. I, I, I can see Donald Trump taking credit for that. You see that? The asteroid didn't even destroy it because I'm the great president. I can see him doing that. I can yeah, see him yeah. for a political game. You know what, though? If you're the president, you get to take credit for that, right? Because as long as you're the sitting president... You get to take credit. Even if Bruce Willis doesn't want to go up there and blow that bitch up. <laughs> Where's Neb Tyler at when I need her? <laughs> yeah, dude. Have you ever seen that movie, Armageddon? Of course. Dude. Oh, my God. That movie made me cry like a little bitch, man. Uh, you know where it's like at the very end? You hold it You hold it together the whole time, and you're just a kid, and you're like, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. I'm not going to cry. I'm, I'm not going to cry. cry. And then. Where's the popcorn at? <laughs> Where's the candy? Huh? I'm not crying. You're crying. You know, it's funny because I asked my wife. I was like, you ever seen Armageddon? She's like, what's that? I'm like, what? Are you serious? Yes. But then. Holy shit. Yeah. I asked, but I told her, I kept trying to explain, you've never seen Armageddon. She's like, no, I haven't. I was like, are you sure? She's like, no. I was like, okay, Bruce Willis. Nope. Ben Affleck, one of his like very first movies. Nope. Are you serious? And she's like, wait, don't half of them die? I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's it. She's like, I think I was like four years old when that movie came out. Yeah, I, th- I was like, oh, that's it. We're gonna make a movie night. You gotta watch Armageddon. That's that's. Dude, you definitely have to show her that movie. Oh yeah, there's a lot of and movies. If she I doesn't need to cry. Show she's dead inside. <laughs> she has no heart. She has no heart. Tell me dude, something I don't I'm know. T- <laughs> dude, I'm telling you that scene at the very end where they're getting married and they have a picture. I don't know if I should give the movie away. No, you should because it's like... It's been long enough, It's right? like, what, 30-something years old? Like <laughs> Spoiler alert. Right? For 30-year-old movie. Come on. You know, it's like they show a picture of just her dad, Bruce Willis. I was just, just like, like oh, oh, my God. I couldn't hold it back any longer. I was like, oh, God. I feel like such a bitch. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that movie, dude, I'm telling you, that that is... It's so think, funny if Bruce Willis just comes up like, hey, guys. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching. Now, if a meteor ever hits us, please call this number. <laughs> you know, uh, but it was it was a really good movie. It struck a chord with me because it made me cry. <laughs> but you don't ever think you don't think a meteor that size is going to hit us. Nah, it's it's definitely not going to kill us. But it's heading our way, and it's right before the election. So you know, you think they're going to think... you think they're going to blow it up to more than what it really is? Oh yeah, for sure, dude. It's an omen. It's going to be an omen for this year. You know, the funny thing is, you know, NASA's committed to watching the skies to make sure that if there's an... Because uh, we got Space Force. An, yeah, well, that's not NASA. That's, you know, that's an army thing. But <laughs> <laughs> that's not NASA. That's not... But uh, they're committed to watching the sky and making sure that if there's an asteroid headed our way, they'll be able to detect it in time and see if, you know, what do we need to but do. But do you think if it was earth shattering you think they're gonna tell people no yeah you know how much panic you would cause if you did something like that well yeah i mean that's like that whole alien thing you know it's like they're like is it real or not and then you get a bunch of people saying that it is and then if they tell if it was real if they were to tell people it would literally you know uh make people go crazy because now it's cha- well yeah because it's challenging views now where it's like what about religion and this this and that and i think people yeah that's what i'm saying like we definitely can handle it we can't handle a pandemic dude we're not gonna be able to handle a meteor <laughs> this a meteor that's coming <laughs> to earth to kill us all we can't handle no damn aliens but you know like what, what i was saying is Adam you know can't even be told that they're getting <laughs> cheated on you know by your baby <laughs> yeah. mama baby daddy you think you can handle a pan, you know an asteroid coming no they they can't I'm going to die. You know, and so NASA is like, yeah, we're watching the skies, but we got a little taste of it on August. Uh, August 16, there was a meteor coming our way. It was actually about 1,800 miles away from Earth, and they were able to track it. The only problem was 
they started tracking it six hours after it went past us. So, if But we you, didn't even know about it. No, we didn't. It was six hours after it went past us. So <laughs> if you're putting the stock on NASA, watching us, yeah, you know, right? watching our back, uh, I don't know, man. Good job. Cause they're it's actually, a pretty big sky out there. They're going to tell us right when it's about to enter. Oh, we see. We walk outside. We see it coming. They're like, oh, guys, hey, surprise. <laughs> got to tell y'all. You walk out and you incinerate instantly. <laughs> There's oh, your right? sign. <laughs> There's is. your fucking sign. <laughs> They probably don't want you to. T- they probably want to tell you that like a week ahead, just so you don't start stealing. I mean, but it by then, if what does it matter if we steal? If the asteroid is going to kill us all, right? Hey, but the plot for twenty twenty thickens, right? It yeah. just keeps getting better. It's like this movie just keeps getting crazier and crazier, <laughs> right? Imagine, can you imagine on New Year's Eve when they're about to count down? I mean, New Year's, you know, New Year's Eve, they're counting down ten, nine, eight, and as soon as it gets to one, I hear round two. <laughs> it's like what the fuck no you made it through level one of jumanji right it's like jesus christ the whole year right? come on man and you hear flawless victory <laughs> can you imagine that oh uh, we definitely it. didn't even make out of this one uh we didn't make I, it out of this one alive i mean considering the coronavirus took out like half the population <laughs> do you think it really did no you don't think so uh I don't want to get into that. Oh. <laughs> Dude, it's just wear your mask. <laughs> and don't wear and wear your mask and when you wear your mask, you need to walk up to somebody and just be like, "Swear to me." <laughs> you say, give me some Batman. Hey, here's a question about masks though. Are you supposed to wear your mask while you're pooping or no? You could. Okay. And kind of like yeah. kill the smell out. Oh man, see that's great. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That way you don't even have to smell anything. You're wearing your mask while you're pooping. Uh, People think you're stupid, but really. It's like, look, bro. I hashtag, know what I dro- I know what I ate. life hack. Yeah. I know what I ate, and I know what I'm dropping. And believe me, it's I'm going to need a mask. You're going to need this mask, too. It's that 2020 meteor. Yeah. They're going to walk in. They're going to be like, what? What the fuck is that? So, I mean, wear your mask. Jesus Christ. Six, six not six inches, six feet. No. No, six feet. Yeah, six and a half. Feet That's what across. I'm saying. Don't stay. I see people walking. This but do, do you think about think about that? That's pretty damn big, right? But our atmosphere will like literally consume that up. So it wouldn't. How much bigger do asteroids actually have to be to make it past our atmosphere? That's a that's that's, that's not a great a, that's question. That's not a Philip question because I don't know. I don't yeah. not well with numbers. I was I was just thinking about that. I'm like, man, how big does this thing have to be? Like I don't a know mile? shit about fuck. You know, yeah. I, I don't. So. I have to be like a mile across. Jesus Bro, I'm Christ. bad at fractions. <laughs> and better yeah. fractions and you want me to measure something i'm not gonna get into math man yeah we're gonna be here all night trying to figure it out no yes we are i don't think we have enough google to get through this no we don't so uh i have fun yeah man it was i think we did a whole lot better with this one with the audio so we're oh gonna... yeah it sounds so much better <laughs> and if you don't like it you can kiss my ass for real I did a good job at the end of the podcast Thank you so much for listening. And uh, also tune in. If uh, if you are tuning in, make sure you follow our Facebook page. And our Instagram. At Tacos With Beer. Podcast. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. In the next show. Bye. Hey, will you guys let me know if this ever airs? I hate the buys. Get the hell out of here. Bye, Felicia. Thank God, go home.